Welcome to the Mazenod College Arts Podcast, a place to discuss all things arts with leading industry professionals. I'm Jen Hurley-Green, your host for this year and Captain of Arts for 2021. We hope you enjoy. Jessie, I work as a makeup artist and an all-round creative. So I work in things from film to performance. I do graphic design. Um, I don't know anything creative. I can kind of sink my teeth into. Yeah. Um, uh, spoken word poetry as yeah. well, but makeup is something that I particularly um, find a lot of joy in and have done for. A long time, for the last sort of yeah, eight yeah. years, um, yeah. different fields of it as well. Yeah. Well, were you into makeup and what? Well, I assume definitely be into creativity in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's rude of me to ask how long ago that was. But. Uh, that for me was. Let's do some math. <laughs> <laughs> mm, over 10 years ago. Now. Over 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I loved creative arts in mm. high school. So yeah. I did um, ATAR drama nice, yep. and ATAR media. Oh, I wish we had that. Oh, that's okay. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you can find a way to work it in, in yeah. like the art classes, photography. Mm. So yeah, I did media, art, drama, um, yeah. all those things. I was in a specialty um, visual and performing arts program through oh, school. Um, I loved it. And I think high school is such... An incredible place because it offers you so many opportunities um, to learn from people, to collaborate with people, Mm. to create work in big groups. Because often sort of when you're older, a lot of creative work is quite solo. Mm. So there's something really nice. um, And I guess, yeah, there's a lot of community that comes out of school, which is is cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So uh, makeup. Where'd that all start? Where was that in high school, or did that kind of just spring itself on you? Oh, <laughs> makeup in the high school, we probably don't want to talk about. Right. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, there was just like an incident where I thought hot pink mascara was really cool. Um, ah. It's not. Okay. Yeah. I thanks mean, for clearing look, that. <laughs> it's come. I think it's come back into fashion. Maybe I don't know. Maybe oh, there's not. so many fashions, so we don't want to get. Yeah. Okay. Into Good. <laughs> um, but I. I guess mm, makeup probably started in uni for me. Okay. Um, The way I actually started was I would see a picture in a magazine and I would look at it and I would say, I wonder if I can create that on my own face. Similar to if you look at a drawing and then you're like, I wonder if I could copy that drawing onto a piece of paper next to me. It's the same for me with looking at a face. So I would look at the face and then copy the makeup on myself and then go out and be like, what do you think of this family? And they'd be like, looks good, I guess. <laughs> like, and I was like, thanks, cheers, I'm back at it. So that's yeah. where it started for me. But it didn't um, pick up until I moved to Canada. Okay. Yeah. So um, after I graduated from uni, I um, ended up going on to work at a performing arts camp in America. Doing oh, okay. costuming for their theatre shows 
and then I ended up applying to some makeup accounters around um, and ended up getting a job with Sephora. So that was oh, my, okay. Yeah, that was where I sort of started out working professionally as a makeup artist. All the way over in America. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, look, I don't know, I was 21 yeah. and I just sort of graduated and I, <laughs> much to my parents' dismay, I had return tickets and I cancelled them. And I was like, uh, hey, mom, um, so I'm just going to stay here. And she was like, okay, I guess I'll take you off the health insurance. <laughs> like, um, But, yes, yeah, so I ended up moving across there. And that's where I really sort of fell in love with, with makeup and its transformative powers and the way it can empower people and it can bring confidence and it is a way of expressing yourself. Wow, yeah. So do you think that kind of sphere exists very much in America? Do you think there's something similar to that in Australia? Or? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I think I just kind of wanted to see how far I could push it while I was over there, while I was younger. Yeah, yeah. And it was a great opportunity because when else are you going to be on the other side of the world with no That's commitments? That's right. <laughs> um, so... But when I did move back to Australia, I found another makeup counter and sort of went into management there as well um, and won sort of scholarships to their beauty academy, which was cool considering I was self-taught. So after like three years working in makeup, I think at that point, then I finally received some formal training. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it was... Uh, yeah, there's definitely communities in Australia. Everyone is really great at helping you succeed and yeah. um, pushing collaborations. There's definitely a great scene for it here in Perth. Yeah. Because we're so small, mm. chances are you're going to know someone who knows someone that can help you out. Yeah, what is it called? It's three degrees of separation where everyone so. knows everyone else in Perth by or through three people or something like that? Surely. Yeah. That'd be really fun to, like as an activity. We can see how far we could get. With <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think something that's great about being in a small town is, is exactly that. And people I've found, at least in my experience, are really willing to help you and to help you grow. Yeah. And certainly... As I, um, I guess, developed in my skills and ended up getting sort of more and more opportunities, I would use those to bring on sort of younger or less experienced makeup artists as my assistant. Right. And get them to help me so then they can build themselves up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah. So um, bringing it back just a little bit mm-hmm. out of nowhere, mm-hmm. what were you actually doing at uni before you went, I actually like makeup? <laughs> Um, I was doing fashion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they kind of blend into each other. Yeah, definitely. I think I think quite well on a creative whole. So if I was designing a, a dress or something, I would sort of see how it would look in a magazine and the photo mm. shoot and the idea that kind of yeah. went around it as well. I kind of don't work on like individual ideas I see yeah. things as a whole. Yeah, you go from the big picture and work backwards. Is yeah. that is that common? Yeah, that's interesting. I think you, I have like an uh, I'll generally have an idea or a theme or a concept that I want to portray and then I will sort of flesh that out. I'm really into sort of research and brainstorming and um, I don't usually believe that your first idea is your best idea and I think sometimes if you push things then you can create things you didn't know you were capable of creating yeah Mm. wow Mm. 
I also studied photography in uni as well um, and that was that was really great to be able to bring mm. together the sort of fashion side of things with the photography and then the last thing that I needed for shoots was like makeup so I was like oh I guess I'll do this that's fine I'll do the makeup myself for the shoots yeah and so <laughs> yeah a little bit of makeup yeah. that's sort of when it started in there they're all really a triforce that came in to push you on that journey that you really wanted to end up taking a hundred percent it's really wicked and I think more and more a really important skill for creatives these days is to be able to be multifaceted. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, come to a shoot and be able to give some art direction, come to a shoot and be able to do some makeup or style something. Um, And I guess, yeah, that's what the industry is after. They're after people who can think creatively in multiple ways. So I think that's a really important skill. Well, on this this whole journey that you've taken to to get, to where you are now, mm. uh, which we get to in a moment. But what were some of the really like the things that really set you back or made you go, mm. oh, I don't know, or maybe times you got a bit scared. I definitely. Um, I think, I think for creative people, like imposter syndrome, Def- is. Yeah, you felt yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so imposter syndrome is hectic, and you kind of get to these points, and you're like, I should. When's someone going to tell me that I'm, like, not meant to be here? When are they, am, yeah. am I going to get found out? Yeah. And I have definitely experienced that yeah. all throughout my career. Um, but I remember um, sort of sitting down – or not sitting down, I'm standing up getting ready to do makeup. It was my first fashion festival, um, Perth Fashion Festival, and uh, my model sat in my chair and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And I just kind of had this moment in my head and I was yeah. like, well, you have to – do it you're here like you don't have a choice girl like you gotta you gotta sink or swim and you just you just kind of push through Mm. um I think um, other setbacks uh perhaps when I've sort of worked with teams where we haven't gelled so well oh yeah that can be kind of tricky sometimes you get into a collaboration and you're all on the same wavelength that's amazing hey and it's so great and those are the people you want to cherish and keep in your (laughs) sort of you know um collaborative circle but Mm. sometimes it can be a challenge when you work with people that you don't necessarily you know feel like you're on the same page and you can be like is it me what's going on yeah but you know those experiences are few and far between in comparison to the ones that work really well yeah yeah Yeah. so where are you where are you right now Mm -hmm. where are you at the moment and from where you are at the moment Mm -hmm. what do you reckon you'd give to you in high school like before you even knew Mm -hmm. anything about makeup knew Mm -hmm. that that was where you wanted to go Mm -hmm. what do you reckon you'd give to them like what's the one bit that you reckon you'd really say hey keep this in mind it's going to save you yep Uh, If you don't ask, you don't get. If you don't ask, you don't get. And that is relevant to anything in life. The only reason I got to work at New York Fashion Week um, back in 2018 was because I literally emailed an agency and said, hello, I am a makeup artist from Australia. Do any of your artists need assisting um, at Fashion Week? Let me know. And she emailed back and was like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I had a portfolio and things, yeah. but if you don't ask, you don't get. Uh, that's just really important to remember, I yeah. think, for any creative or anyone anywhere in life. I think that's a really good thing to know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we might 
wrap it up. If you wanted to just end with um, any goals that you got for the future, where you think you're gonna, you might head next, if you've got a plan or. Ooh, um, goals for the future and future plans. Get a dog. Um, a dog. Yeah, <laughs> I want a dog. Uh, I guess I would like to work on perhaps creating some workshops that are creatively based mm. um, to help people, uh, specifically young people, right. learn how to express themselves and how to sort of think creatively and explore creative processes. I think that would be really cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming to talk with me. Not a problem It was at amazing all. to meet you. And it was amazing to hear your story as well. Thank you so much. Thanks for being such a great facilitator. <laughs> great job. <laughs> right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, tune in next time. Oh, the computer just died. <laughs>